So, of all the things that we do right here at the 1068 Pub, one thing that we do terribly wrong is self-promote. So, I want to give a moment before this episode starts to list all the different ways you can reach out to us. We have Facebook, facebook.com backslash 1068pubcast. We have Twitter, at 1068pubcast. Although, honestly, I don't think anyone is going to be checking, but yeah, go ahead, tweet us. We have email, 1068pubcast at gmail.com. And you can see our blog posts at 1068pubcast.blogspot.com. Welcome to the 1068 Pubcast, where we drink beer and talk about shit that we find interesting. Please don't take us more seriously than we take ourselves. And by all means, pull up a chair, open a beer, and enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 11 of the 1068 Pubcast. I am your pubcaster, Miliardo. With me here is Pubcaster Freedom. Dookie doop. And a slightly under the weather Pubcaster Corrales. How about those cocks? (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) Uh, Even the way you said that makes me feel sorry for you. Oh, that's going to be a soundbite forever now. Excellent. <laughs> hey man, y'all have already got so many sound bites of me talking about black peckers and yeah. What else? What else? Didn't we have we had a butt sex thing? Didn't we? Did we have a butt sex thing? We do now. Oh, the long and lingering yeah. penis. Yeah. 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 There we go. Uh, yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. So why not? Well, it's interesting because you're our whiskey expert. We're gonna hop into a whiskey segment here, but you can't. You said you couldn't smell, right? Can't smell. I he... can't smell. So you're going to have to phone in on this one. We'll do it for you. How about that? There we go. Yeah. I mean, I can feel whiskey, but I won't be able mm. to taste it. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling's better than tasting. Yep. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's do this whiskey shit. Here we go. Here's to cheating, stealing, fighting, and drinking. If you cheat, may you cheat death. If you steal, may you steal a woman's heart. If you fight... May you fight for a brother. And if you drink, well then, friend, may you drink with me. Welcome to Corrales' Whiskey Corner. Let's drink some whiskey. Tonight we are drinking Red Breast, single pot still Irish whiskey aged 12 years. And you'll be proud of me. So we got the, we got the bottle of Four Roses that last time, which was, what, like seven years ago? And uh, we drank uh, whiskey then. And I have basically put down half of that bottle on my own, on my own pleasure, right? I am very happy to hear that. See? Yeah, I'm growing. I'm growing. Now I very just good. have that one. Right. Here's number two. And uh let's uh and it's a good let's one. drink some Yeah, let's lead into this. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, mates. So Corrales, off the cuff, what do you smell? Whew. Uh nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what have I smelled uh, in the past? Uh so so a little story about this whiskey. Freedom, do you remember having this whiskey in Ireland? I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Very vividly, yeah, actually. So, so At a bar. There are lots of red breasts in Ireland. Yeah. Go yeah, figure. so we yeah, so we were in a bar. Isn't in that Ireland what color all and... Irish women's wait a minute? No? Right. Hair? Whiskey. No. I'm whiskey. wrong. Sorry. Wrong. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, moving on. So we were we were in a pub <laughs> in Ireland and we had been drinking a lot of uh, a lot of Guinness. <laughs> And a lot of uh, Smittics, and we went into a pub, and I asked the bartender. <laughs> he had a it, it had a that particular pub had a lot of whiskeys, 
and uh, and I asked the bartender, you know, which whiskey he preferred, what what his favorite was, and he told us Redbreast. And so that was the very first time I had Redbreast. Then was actually in uh, we were in Kilcarney, right? Freedom, Kilkenny. I'm gonna be honest, I don't remember where we were. Or, or was it Kilkenny? It was Kilcarney, right? No, uh, Kil- uh, Kilkenny was where was the place we still stayed right yeah. outside of. The, okay, the all right, then the then that's where we were. Yeah, so we were in. Kilkenny. Was it Kilkenny? Okay. Yeah, because it was one of those pubs right next to the river that went through town. So yeah, it was. It oh was yeah, Kilkenny. yeah, Kilkenny. Yeah, and uh, anyway, I really liked it then, and and that's when I started getting a little bit of an interest in Irish whiskey, and. To me, this whiskey is really um, – I, I know it's not a flavor, but this whiskey to me is really bright. It's a really spicy, um, peppery whiskey, but it also has a really nice, I think, sweet honey note to it as well, which I really like. To me, this is a very – even though it's a uh, – like I said, even though it's a bright whiskey, it's, it's not very smoky at all. It's very um, – I guess crisp in a way and hot That's what I was in ask. a way. That's um, what bright means. What does that mean? Yeah. To you. Yeah. To you. I, what does to, that mean? To me, normally. Does that mean light? I guess. Or. Yes. To me, light. It means light bodied without a lot of smoke. Yeah. 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 Without a lot okay. of smoke. So it doesn't have like a thick feel to it. Off the cuff, like comparing this to the only other one that I've tried seriously, you know, in a tasting setting. Uh, it's a lot. It's smoother for me, and I can't tell if that's just because I've gotten used to whiskey, because there is a similar yeah. flavor, which I'm now going to say. All right, so that's that's kind of what whiskey is. But in general, right. not having the burny burn burn as bad. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> so. You don't. Um, and and I think some of that too is the age. You know, this is twelve years. It's twelve years where right. you mm-hmm. had a bourbon with us earlier, which I think uh, Four Roses is probably around seven years. So that there's that as well. So um, longer longer aging means smoother, or not smoother, but less burn on the back end. When it's done correctly, it can mean less of that kind of alcohol burn. Um, sure. Yeah. But yeah, I guess and, it would probably burn off in the angel share. Is that right? Would it burn off? Would does that mean you know the evaporation part of it? Would that be I don't the know alcohol itself. No, right? the evaporation is actually water. Uh, so hmm. the the proof actually goes up because of the the water because that evaporates. Uh huh. Yeah. Hmm. So you know I don't really know the science uh, behind uh. what what mellows the whiskey, but I will say it's it's a real thing. I mean, younger whiskeys do have more of that uh, bite to it than the older whiskeys do. Um. So. I was going to say, whenever you say words, they infiltrate my brain and I'm no longer able to think for myself. You said honey. <laughs> I totally get that. Okay, good. Um, is is citrus a reasonable thing to say? Yeah, absolutely. And I, honestly, if if you're – to me, I get a little bit of lemon. Um, but yeah, yes. citrus Look is definitely – Look at your boy Milliardo. Yeah, very that. nice. Yeah, I, I think citrus is definitely something that you could get in this whiskey. And I think in a way, like that brightness that I was – was referring to i think in a way maybe is some of that citrus that you taste yeah sure and let me tell you too i think that is very much an irish whiskey not that you don't get citrus in other whiskeys you do especially scotches but i think that is very much an irish 
that is something you get in Irish whiskey, uh, is that citrus. And I don't know for sure, but what makes Irish whiskey different than uh, scotch is in Ireland for years, tax collectors would come around and they would tax the distilleries based on how much barley they had roasted or malted, right? Which in Scotland, m at least to my understanding, most of the distilleries, they malt all of their uh, barley. And so in Ireland, what they did was they were like, well, screw it. We'll start using green barley. So they started they started <clears throat> using barley in their mash bill, basically where they make their beer, which is then distilled down to the whiskey, that was not roasted, was not dried, was not uh, malted. It was green right off the plant. And from everything I've read, that that's where a lot of that citrus flavor comes from. And that's why um, Irish whiskey tends to have a lighter body to it than scotch. It's because while some of the barley is malted and roasted and it gets that smoky kind of deep uh, uh, kind of rich warm flavor to it, some, uh, you know, sometimes as much as half or maybe even a little bit more of the barley is not roasted. So you get a really light, uh, crisp, sometimes even lemony or citrusy flavor. So anyway, so that's that's the difference between Irish whiskey and scotch. Nice. History 101. So, Miliardo, which one do you like more? Definitely the red breasts. Okay. Okay. So, I told you I'd gotten halfway through the Four Roses, and I think that the appreciation that I got for it, the only other thing in my life that I've had that reminds me of this is a cigarette or a cigar, because I, I don't smoke regularly. Right. I don't even smoke once a month. I probably haven't smoked since the last time I smoked one of you guys. Right. But, you know... I do I do appreciate and enjoy a really well-made cigar or even a cigarette at a certain time of the day. Like if it's late at night and you're outside and it's kind of chilly, I, I enjoy a cigarette then. So it's kind of like there, there are moments where you can have these things that in themselves are not pleasant. Like there's nothing pleasant about a cigarette if you're not an addict. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing inherently pleasant about a cigar, but... The flavors and the things that they can do to these cigars and, and now to whiskeys can be so interesting. And then the, the moment that you're having, the experience you're having it in can make it enjoyable in, in a way that not quite the same thing as like a really tasty food. Like, yeah, it's no, but like, it. but it's an experience. It's like having a good cup of coffee. Absolutely. Yeah. Like a good cup of coffee at the right time or a glass of tea. Yeah. yeah coffee's another one. Like coffee in itself, you know, can be good. It can be bad, but. You know, it's never as good as a hot chocolate. You know what I mean? Like, right. But there's an experience there with the coffee. There's a morning ritual. And I've, I've kind of found that with whiskey to an extent. There'll be a time where it's like, I don't want to drink a lot of liquid. I'm full or something. You know, I don't know. I don't want to drink a ton of beer. I want to get just a nice, pleasant feeling. And, you know, a slow sip in whiskey can be nice. Yeah. And that's, when, that's how I've gotten halfway through the Four Roses. And I'm excited about this red breast because, I mean, it's gone. Bye bye. So I no longer have any tasting notes to give unless I pour another one. <laughs> yeah, well, you should um, pour another one because I very much enjoyed it. Definitely agreeing on a lot of those points. And then, if you were just to imagine for a second that a you enjoy the the beer or the the whiskey, and you also enjoy the cigar or cigarette, right? And you take those, and you enjoy the chilly evening and your comfortable lawn chair outside on the back porch or in the garage or whatever. And that's what the, what makes a good, like by myself, not 
giving a crap about anything, just being relaxed and having two favorite things in each one in each hand. Right. So for me, hell yeah, hell it yeah. is, um, sitting in my garage, uh, right when it's, um, you know, it's the sun is setting cause it actually sets, um, starts to set behind the house, actually not in my face, but I can see it coming over the house a little bit. And I've got, and this is going to surprise you guys a little bit, I think, but I've, one of my favorite cigars is actually a coffee infused cigar made in Honduras and it tastes amazing. That sounds legit as hell. Man. It is very good. And it's actually not expensive. It's like a seven or $8 cigar, which is yeah, it's cheap you know, compared to many of the other higher brand cigars. Uh, it's by Drew Estates is the, uh, the company that does the cigar and it's very good. But then in the other hand, um, I do not have a whiskey. I do not have a beer. Oh, our mind's blown <laughs> right now. Penis? No. Is it, it's, it's a penis, isn't it? <laughs> uh, I was thinking that too, Millie. I think it's probably pocket, a penis. And the other one has a big penis. I knew you were a cross. I was, I was uh, saying this so you didn't have to. Yeah. <laughs> I have a penis. Yeah, I'm pretty ass. sure. I'm pretty sure. A lawn it's a big chair old penis. has a hole in the bottom of it. I'm naked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and my lawn chair's name is Bob. Waving at everybody, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. <laughs> hey, Mrs. Freedom, we got to get ourselves oh, a privacy Christ. fence. This uh, picket <laughs> fence ain't doing the job. <laughs> oh, man. Get on back in the house before I get the hose on you. <laughs> but no, in the other hand, oh, I have a port wine. A uh, port wine, huh? A port wine, yeah. Well, look at you, you fancy-ass motherfucker. That sounds awesome. It really does. You've gone and become all fancy on us, Freedom. No, it's, <laughs> I, no, 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 no. This port wine's in a jug. Trust me, it ain't that fancy, okay? It's, it, it's, it's jug wine, but it's a port. It's a port wine. Okay, and yeah. And I cool. don't know. For me, that's that's a little sippy sippy. It's sweeter, much sweeter flavor, and you got your coffee. And I mean, for me, that I love that. If I didn't have a port wine, it would, it would be some kind of... Um, Probably a shandy or something. I know that's weird because I usually don't drink shandies, but on a nicer day out, it's a nice crisp beer, easy to drink, nice coffee cigar, easy to smoke. And I'm it's summer. And <laughs> it's summer. Uh, oh, gonna... man. So, yeah, I, th I think notes. everybody kind of has those favorite moments. Um, like, Take if I'm not break. drinking with you guys, <clears throat> my favorite is like after I've fished all day and uh you know i'll do i'll do a little sippy sippy while i'm fishing but a lot of times when i've fished all day i'll sit on a rock somewhere pull my flask out and just have a couple pulls of whiskey and watch the sun go down and i think it's interesting i remember when i first kind of convinced miliardo to start trying some whiskeys and freedom kind of chimed in there and convinced miliardo to start trying some whiskeys too miliardo said you know i just can't imagine coming home from work and being like I want a whiskey, you know, but I think now it, yeah. I think it's interesting to see that now Miliardo's starting to see like it's very different than beer. It's not a like, man, I'm thirsty or, you know, this would go great with this dinner or it's nah. it's very different. It's just as much about the whiskey as it is about just the time to sit and not do anything. 
you know, like that's just as important yeah, as the yeah. drink itself, you know. I mean, that's some people drink point, tea yeah. and some people drink coffee or whatever, but like I like whiskey, you know. I feel like every time I drink whiskey, my feet are always kicked up. Is that just me? Yeah. No, I just thought about oh, that. I'm like though. that too. Yeah. I always have my feet kicked up when I have a whiskey. Like right now, I don't think I've pulled the recliner back in this recliner chair in years. Well, not not since the last uh, pubcast that we did the whiskey tasting. Because I, I just don't. It, just for some reason, it's comfortable for me to have my arm laid up, you know, on armrest with a beer. You yeah. know, I just have the beer up flopping all over the place. You know what I mean? But with the whiskey, it's just like I'm comfortable. Everything's relaxed. Mm. Well, do you have any more tasting notes, Freedom? Mine's simple, really, because um, you guys pretty much pointed out everything, except I taste a little bit of um, kind of gingery. Yeah, is what I'm getting out of yeah. it too. A little yeah. gingery, the honey I definitely I, can taste. Yeah, I can see that. I think I that's can probably taste a little bit that of that uh, citrus we were talking about comes in. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking of too. Where your citrus equals my ginger, but I think I'm getting a little bit of ginger out of it. Very easy to drink. Uh, no, no smoke at all. It's very sweet. Uh, um, but not sickening sweet. Like I've had a couple no, scotches no, no, that no, no, are no. like, like uh, they're almost to, like uh, you know that sweet that like grapes get when they've gone bad. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I've had I've had scotches with that that are that like a uh, Glenmorangie Santa. It is sickeningly sweet. It tastes like uh, like grape jam. It's just too much. Where this is like a nice warm sweetness. You know. It's not, I don't think it's too much. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, one of the things I wanted to do, because you remember how ridiculous the uh, description was for Four Roses, the yeah. one that you read? Yeah. Oh, my God. I have the box in front of me here. <laughs> what does Redbreast. it say? No, no, listen. <laughs> so the nose, a complex, spicy, and fruity aroma with toasted wood notes evident. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Simple. It's, it's fair enough. I, I agree with all of that. Yeah. I agree with all of that. Mm-hmm. Although I am noticing that as I read on, I don't get past the nose. Is that normal for new new whiskey drinkers? I think sometimes not getting yeah. past the nose. Yeah, when it talks about the different flavors, like I taste the flavors in the nose. They talk about flavors in the the taste and in the finish. Eh, I'm not quite getting there yet, so I'm wondering if that's kind of normal for a newbie. Yeah, I think it is. I think you taste them. You're just not noticing them. You're yeah, not and- noticing how it changes. You know. I'm kind of the opposite though. Like I've never um I've never been a good s- smeller. Like even when I smell a beer, when I, you know, want to get a good um a wheat beer or something and I really want to smell the citrus coming from it, I never really can. Yeah. That's why I, I don't know if y'all remember how I almost like chew on the beer and like suck in some air when I really want to taste it because that's how I get any kind of flavors out of it is doing that weird shit yeah. that people do, but I can yeah. never do it by the smell. Never. I never can. Now could. don't get me wrong. When I say I agree with the nose, I'm not smelling it. I didn't smell shit when I put my nose in this whiskey. I smelled less than the Corrales and there's nothing wrong with me. You're talking about your original tasting. Yeah. The second it hits my tongue, the taste that I get match up with their nose notes. But um, then they go into the taste, full flavored and complex, a harmonious balance of spicy, creamy, fruity, sherry, and toasted notes. Sherry. Oh. Some of those I don't know what that means, but I get the spicy, I get the creamy, I get the fruity. Sherry? I don't exactly know if I know that flavor that well. You ever had a sherry um, wine? 
Yeah, it's a fortified wine. It's like a sweet, citrusy wine, basically. I'm sure I have, but I couldn't pick it out. You know, yeah. it's not like it's not a flavor that I can I can recognize. Right. Um, and then it says the finish, satisfyingly long. The complex flavors spelled wrong linger on the palate. So, oh, it doesn't even hint to what it actually tastes like, like what we were saying. It's well, no, but it's correct. That's the thing. Specific, being specific. Right. It's much better than the Four Roses one. Exactly. All over the fucking place. This one actually describes the whiskey realistically. Yeah, yeah I think Absolutely. so. Absolutely. Yeah. I respect the hell out of that. Yeah. I taste cotton and no and twig and a little bit of uh, fig newton <laughs> with a uh, with a dash of apple juice. Honestly, you know what I was gonna say though. You know what I was gonna say. The finish for this for me tastes like the finish is like apple cider yeah like there's like a there's a cinnamon nutmeg apple finish to it and i can definitely see where it tastes a little bit of that like uh almost like a sour ginger like to me that's more in the finish i think that's what that is i think it's yeah no i I can see ginger yeah i can see that for sure yeah, this whiskey was good as hell. Good, man. I like this so much so much more than the Four Roses. I think next we should do a scotch. All right, I'm game. Yeah. And then from there, like depending on which one you like most, maybe start to dive in more, you know, to whichever one you prefer. Yeah. If you like this one, Miliardo, if I can suggest one that's like a really good $50 bottle of scotch. It is uh, Balvenie. The Balvenie. Uh, the Balvenie. The, uh, the Doublewood. Doublewood. 12 years. Yes. That's a really All right. good, I knew that's you were a really say the good scotch. Now, if you want to spend more like $75, we can go the Macallan 12 year. Um, nah, 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 nah. I like that first price point a little bit better. Yeah. Hey, you know what? If we if we do the scotch, let's do that one next. I'd be up for that. Let's do All it. Right. I mean, I've got a bottle. I'm all for it. That's one of mine that stays on tap. If my bottle gets low, I get another bottle. Yeah, it's like Guinness. Nice. Hey. And Redbreast is like that for Irish whiskeys for me. But, you know, let's try that. I really do think once this is all said and done, once the whiskeys for these things are gone, I will probably go out and buy another Redbreast just to have on stock because that really, really was enjoyable. That's an experience that I want to be able to replicate. I'm glad to hear that. Do you guys want to grab a drink while we go and swing into Freedom's Pub Trivials? Yes. On yeah, it. let's do it. Well, for your listening pleasure, while you get a drink, here you go, guys. This one's for you. Just because I taste a little black pepper to help me understand <laughs> whiskey, <laughs> that made me gay. Taste a little black pepper. Taste, taste, taste a little black pepper. What? Taste a little black pepper. Taste, taste, taste a little black pepper. What? Taste a little black pepper. Taste, taste, taste a little black pepper. What? Taste a little black pepper. What? That made me gay. They help me understand whiskey. Taste a little black pepper. They help me understand whiskey. Taste a little black pepper. They help me understand whiskey. Taste a little black pepper. That made me gay. What? Taste a little black pepper. That's a big one. Anyway. Taste a little black pepper. Uh, I kept mine in my fridge. What? Taste a little black pepper. That's a big one. Anyway, taste a little black pepper. Uh, I kept mine in my fridge. What? Uh, just Jeez. because I taste a little black pepper to help me understand whiskey, that made me gay. I don't get into the the black pepper. You should get into black peckers more often than you do. I guess that's true. 
Wow. Oh, man. That was awesome. Taking out of context I like, much? I like the I dramatic like pause before the doesn't make me gay. Doesn't make like, me gay. Hey, tasting a little black pecker. Yeah. Doesn't make me gay. <laughs> <laughs> the timing is everything. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, man. It's time for Freedom's Pub Trivials. In this segment, the 1068 Pubcasters will tackle some of life's hardest questions. Like, pour a drink, throw a drink. What's the other thing that we do the drink? Important questions like, Who wants to guess how many emails my wife still has unread on her phone? Or, Is PBR light beer or not? Or even, Is that natural gas? So if you've ever stared into the cosmic abyss and pondered, Apona? Apona? Oh, what's it called? Aponia? Apona? Aponia? Help me out here, bro. Apona? Aponia? 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 We'll go with Aponia. Aponia. Then stay tuned for Freedom's Freedom's Pub Trivials. So Freedom's Pub Trivials basically are questions that Freedom has, doesn't know the answer to, would like to know the answer to, has chosen to suffer and not look up or research any of these answers, um, but would uh, like to consult the, uh, what are you guys? You're like my, my, my panel of experts. Yeah. You're my panel of experts. I like to think of us more like the devil and the angel on your shoulders, but we're both the bad guy. Probably. Yeah. You or just have double guy. devils. Yeah. Double devils. Nope. <laughs> nope. Just both of the devils. <laughs> well, yeah. and I'll take yeah. that. I'll take that. At any rate, it is your opinion, Miliardo and Corrales. It is your opinion that matters. Everybody else's doesn't. That's right. With I mean, that, that's pretty much life. That's life, and uh, you pubcasters should uh, live by it. Everything we say so is the true. The alleged twenty-seven people that subscribe to the show can go fuck themselves. <laughs> hey, live it. Miliardo says, "Fuck yourselves. Go do it." <laughs> and. <laughs> Uh, all right, so my first question is, I'm going to kind of lead into the question. It's very short, but um, I think we can all agree that it's not necessary to drink beer out of a glass every time, right? It's not always necessary, you know, um, for and example. Sometimes it's a, waste of, it's a waste of a glass. It is a waste of a glass. you got to clean it. It's kind of... Mm. But I, I have know, strong feelings about this, actually. <laughs> well, let's think about this. Let me give you an example, okay. you know. I think it's drinking out of a can is necessary when you're at a tailgate. You yes. don't drink out of a glass golfing? at a tailgate. No. Uh, it, golfing. No. You drink out of a can. I don't golf. Weddings. I do sports. Uh, no, they got gla- I mean, they got glasses there. Um, For beer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. man. What kind of weddings you go to, man? <laughs> what kind of weddings you go to? Than what I prefer to go to, trust me. I, I go to a wedding and my choice is MGD or Miller Lite. <laughs> No. Miliardo, you had glasses at your you wedding. Had, you had glasses Miliardo, at your wedding. You That's had glasses true. at your wedding. Well, I know how to do it right, all right? But I mean, <laughs> most of the weddings I go to, my choices are MGD or Miller Lite. I mean, that's it. Are you in a cornfield or? Always. We've been through this. Going what, to hillbilly I mean... weddings, man. <laughs> Stop going to hillbilly weddings. Yeah, well, well. ever since Monsanto <laughs> fried our brains with their GMOs, like, you know, we cans <laughs> yeah, are all we got. But anyway, what I'm leading to is here, we can all agree that it's not always necessary to drink out of a glass, but when you do... I don't think Corrales does. No? Ever? I, no. Tailgate? I mean, here's the deal. No, tailgate, absolutely. Like, if you're the d- douche drinking out of a glass at a tailgate, you need to get punched in the throat. <laughs> exactly. But 
I will say, whenever a glass <laughs> is an option, I think all beer tastes better in a glass. Like, I have never had sure. a beer that I think tastes better not in a glass. How about Milwaukee's Best? In a glass. <laughs> Damn. Well, when you have a fine woman like Milwaukee's Best, you gotta, you gotta romance. You gotta, you gotta wine and dine. You, you can't just you gotta you can't treat just pop it right. The top and go. Nah, you gotta treat yeah. it right. right. Yeah, yeah, you gotta love it. You gotta let you it know? bubble. You, you gotta, gotta let, let it air out. Let that you shit gotta, bubble. You gotta God. build up some tension. Right. <laughs> so oh. foreplay, fellas. <laughs> a little tongue action before you. Before <laughs> how you like that? <laughs> mm, Milwaukee, how you like me now? My yeah, wife I don't like that. Miss <laughs> Corrales, man, she uh, she gives me a hard time for always pouring my beer in a glass, but I really do think beer tastes better in a glass. You know why? Because she's got to do the dishes. That's why. No, nah, I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hon- honestly, <laughs> I'm, just kidding. I'm not sure. She does mostly do the dishes. I think that is oh, part of the reason why. <laughs> oh, it's true. <laughs> Don't be a dick. Don't put them in a glass every time. We haven't even gotten no. to the question yet. We clearly feel very strongly <laughs> about this. But we can agree that it's not always necessary to drink beer out of a glass. We've, we've covered that with the tailgate. So I agree. Yeah. When yeah, it is necessary to drink out of a glass, what type of glass is your favorite to drink out of? You know what I mean? Like, for example, me, my favorite glass that I like to drink out of, I've got two favorites, right? So my first favorite, I, th- I think, Miliardo remembers this one. I don't know about, I'm not sure if uh, Corrales does, but I've got a Terrapin glass that is shaped like a barrel. It's shaped like a barrel, and it fits my uh, Guinness uh, pint cans exactly to the top. Yeah, you gave one of those to me. I did, and it's perfect because I can actually get my nose in there if I want to smell. I didn't receive one. I haven't seen you in 12 years. Um, I'm sure so... it was a mistake. <laughs> you probably forgot about his birthday or something, Corral. It's, uh, it's in the mail. Uh, just wait for it on your birthday. No, I'm, no, I'm pretty sure, Miliardo, he forgot about my birthday. <sighs> yeah. Sad story. So, Freedom, I'm going to answer your question, but yeah. I'm going to answer it in a way please, that might make please. me sound like a super douche. I don't care. It's okay. It's okay. We have a little bit in us. The glass that I use depends on the beer I'm drinking. Seriously. I have a Guinness glass. It was brought, again, it was a gift from my bros who went to Ireland, right? That's right. Also, Freedom, I wasn't going to say that because now it's two for Freedom. Ooh. Pick up your damn game, Corrales. But anyway. Um, uh, wow. Okay. Well, all the gifts that I have for whenever I do see you, uh, you're not getting them anymore, buddy. I'm going to have to make a new friend. Can I have They're them? about to get some really cool swag. <laughs> <laughs> if I have a Guinness, it has to go in the Guinness glass. If I have a Sam Adams, you know the sexy Sam Adams glass, the one that's all weighty? Dude, I love that glass. Yeah. I love that And glass. it's got the etched glass. thing on the bottom Where it gets fat up at the it. top. Where it gets like yeah. fatter yes. at the top. Yeah. That's yeah. a cool glass. I have a 12 ounce and I also have a 16 ounce. It's Ooh. slightly bigger. But I've seen that, thing. but I've, I don't have one. I have oh, both. That's great. That's pretty fancy. I love them. And then when it comes to sours and fruit ales, I either like the little ones with the chalice type thing, kind of like a wine glass, but they're really short. I don't know what they're fucking called, but that's like a Belgian style glass. Yeah. If you go to a bar and you order a high gravity, expensive ass beer, it comes in that little thing. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. That thing. Yeah. So I like sours in that. There's also, if I have a Hefeweizen, I really like the tall skinny ones too. The Santa glass. For instance, yeah. I have those. Yeah, I have. Do y'all have Santa Franciscaner glasses? Well, I don't know if you remember, Corrales, but back at the uh, 1068 apartment, there was a trade made. I believe it involved 
me getting a Franz Scanner glass and you praying to the god of what, what praying to the god of hot hot lovin'? Does that sound right? <laughs> it was something like that. I have it on video. Um, <laughs> what? But uh, yeah, really, I do remember. Like I gave you one of my glasses, right? <laughs> Yeah, you gave me a Francis kind of glass. I remember I gave that. you something in return. I don't remember what I gave you. It was a blowjob. Was it herpes? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was a blowjob, actually. Might have been syphilis. It's on video. I'm wrong. That would be gay. It was It was a handy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, whatever whatever it was I gave you, you gave me the Franzi glass and uh, a prayer to the to the god of hot, hot lovin', I believe. Oh, okay. Was yeah. the god in particular. Cool. Yeah. But um, – What a great friend. Yeah. You were a good friend. Because those are one of my favorite. Yeah, no, for... Whoa, 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 whoa. That was past tense. Why was that past tense? <laughs> I didn't, oh, did I say past tense? You said you were tense? a great were. friend. You're not getting any swag from me. <laughs> and I really do like – I'm serious, God. guys. My closet looks you... like Santa Claus came for you guys. I got shit from – I have shit from like my trip to said. Jack Daniels two years ago yeah. that I haven't given to y'all yet. That's awesome. Dude, we live in the same state. What the fuck? I know. It's hey, you're coming up soon though, because we're gonna catch some fish. I am coming up soon. So freedom, to answer your question, the tall glass for um Hefeweissens, I do have my own little things for my own beer. So I totally would say yeah. The glass matches the beer, matches the experience you want. And maybe that's a super nerd in me, but totally. Totally okay. go that way. Uh Corrales? Okay. I am a little bit of both of you guys. So I That's because you're our child. Well, yeah, I'm your love child. This is awkward. So, you're the bastard child. Uh, I'm the Corrales is the 1068 child. love child. So we are your father. So, so like I'm <laughs> drinking my Guinness right now, and I'm drinking it out of a Guinness glass from Ireland. Naturally, out of boy, as am I. So when available, I drink beer in the beer appropriate glass. However, meaning what though? Like if it's a terrapin, you drink out of a terrapin glass. Yes, brand okay. brand okay. and type. Like, so okay. if I'm going to drink a sour high grab, I'm going to drink it out of like a Belgian style chalice. high grab little chalice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, if I'm going to drink a Franziskaner, cool. I'm going to pour three of them in my Das Boot. If I'm going to drink one Franziskaner, I'm going to put it in my kick-ass Santa Franziskaner glass. Um, so my hybrid. So I'm a lot like you, Miliardo. I do have like I have certain glasses for certain beers. At the same time, like I have a go-to like classic pint glass that is uh Anchor Steam Brewing. It came from from Anchor Steam in San Francisco. And it is a pint glass, but it is um like on the outside it feels just like a normal pint glass, but on the inside it's textured sort of like a uh like an octagon sort of like it has like uh straight edges or whatever that is my oh, so, so like a flashlight yeah <laughs> <laughs> wait just me just okay no nope, sorry you, no, I, no i no i read that i read it somewhere there was an article awesome. i was doing all that yeah i was doing the lord of the rings versus porn thing and uh, I, I clicked on a weird link so no no sorry go ahead no no i'm sorry go ahead yeah go ahead. Yeah, Miliardo, it's like a flashlight. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> great. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I broke Corrales just now. I think Corrales is broken. I think you did. Dude, I'm going to die. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, so that's like my go-to glass. So Yeah, having a go-to glass I think is important. Yes. Yeah. Like to the point where when it's clean, like I'm excited. Like I'll have a beer 
and I opened oh, the cabinet yeah. and I was like, oh, hell yeah, my favorite glass is available. You know? And your wife was like, no, dickhead. <laughs> Have you ever put a beer glass with a label into a dishwasher and had the dishwasher fuck up the label, like start to erode the color. I don't know if that's happened yet with any of mine, just because I don't my, I don't circulate with, mine enough. One of the things that I bought as like a last hurrah, I'm a bachelor, before I got married, was this set of four Corona glasses. They were And they had palm trees on them. They were, they were legit as hell, right? I loved them. I put them in the dishwasher after the first use, and the everything was gone. <laughs> it, it washed away all the color and ever since then i have not put a single beer glass with colored label in the dishwasher which has given me a profound new respect for the beer glasses that do it through texture like the terrapin glass uh-huh. yep, yep yep like you know any glass that does it through texture or etching where it's etched in but not printed on those are those are my go-to glasses because I know that I can put those in the dishwasher and I don't have to worry about whatever the fuck happened with those Corona glasses, you know, ruining the image. And I feel like I could slug somebody over the head with this glass and it wouldn't break. It's solid as a rock. Nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I wouldn't. Which one? The terrapin glass, especially. It's oh, a damn yeah. barrel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I look for in a glass. Yeah. Like I could this knock somebody out? Like, could I kill someone with this? Should I need to? Zombie apocalypse. Would right. I pick this item up and become over encumbered and have to walk all the way damn back to my town to sell the item? You know, I'm like, well, I don't want to drop the bread and the. That's a Skyrim joke. Fuck you guys. You guys like Sorry, Skyrim. Don't even pretend like you don't. No, I totally got it, man. I was about to tell you. It's like, yeah, you got to <laughs> get off your horse and you have to slow-mo walk all the way down the mountain. No, I got it, man. And then a fucking dragon comes. Yeah. Being over-encumbered is a, is a pain in the ass, man. <laughs> hey, Freedom, what is your next pub trivial? I'm dying to know. So this one's a shotgun question. It's real quick. Okay. Uh, would you rather win... Five silver medals at the Olympics or one gold medal? Oh, wow. One gold. One gold. No question about it. Uh, I'm going to have to go one gold, too. Yeah, I feel like the one and done. Uh, you, you, you beat everybody ever in the world in that one thing, and exactly. I would be the happiest man alive as opposed to being the first loser. I mean, second yep. place. Right. <laughs> if you ain't first, you last. Shake and bake. <laughs> Hey, Rick and Bobby. You know what makes me kind of a dickhead? Like, I love Dancing with the Stars. Do you guys watch Dancing with the Stars? Have you ever seen that show? Uh, I mean, my wife does, you know, because... That sounds like a you know, gay-ass show. Because it's something that a wife would watch. But yeah, whatever, Miliardo. Yeah, yeah so tell anyway, us about that. Um, currently, Nancy Kerrigan is on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, and geez. I feel like I felt like such a dick when she came up. But they introduced her as a so-and-so many silver medals, so-and-so many bronze medals. And I was like not as good as last season where they had Ryan Lochte. Yeah. Downgrade. Yeah, I know. It's like once you're an Olympian, and that's that's such a dumb thing to say because if you're an Olympian and you have a medal, you're legit as fuck. And I don't want to go against you in your sport. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter what it is. If, if you got a fucking silver in pushing rocks on ice or whatever the hell that one one is, like, I don't want to push rocks on ice against you. Because you're legit. Curling. But like at the same time, <laughs> yeah. Curling, like, Come on, buddy. 
<laughs> but at the same time, pushing rocks, go push rocks. <laughs> it's super legit, Miliardo. Hey, go sweep. Go sweep. I think the media constantly pushes these like Gabby Douglas. Uh, what's the Hispanic underage lady? Um, that's how I think of them. Um, my mate. What the gymnasts? You know they push these. They push these like sixteen-year-old gymnasts that have won like ten million gold medals on us. They push Michael Phelps on my cereal until he smokes weed, and they take him away, which is bullshit. But like, but then we got cool pint glasses that said Wheaties. We did. Wheaties. Wheaties. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I still that's have an- that one. Yeah. That's another one of my favorite glasses. <laughs> but like, they push all these gold medal people on you, and then when you have somebody like Nancy Kerrigan who. And you feel like a dick for saying it because of how she left the game, but like has silvers and bronzes, but no golds. You're like, yeah, could have done better, couldn't you, Nancy? You know what I mean? Yeah, I like, feel like she could have. I, I mean, know, you know, Nancy, like if you're gonna sit there could've. and just you're just gonna sit there and put your knees out there. Of course, somebody's gonna hit them with a pipe. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, like if you're in there like to win do. it, like you got to be ready to fight to win. You know what I'm saying? She should have right. kicked that bitch yeah. in the face. Yep. Yeah, she should have cartwheeled over the pipe. Exactly. And, uh, grab the guy's crotch. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Hang on. Let's do one more pub trivial because it's something that's been eating me and Miliardo up, and uh, Corrales needs to educate us. All right. Please. So I think we all understand what a first and third person point of view is, but God dang it. Yes. What the heck is a second person point of view? Educate us. What does that mean? So, backstory. Yeah, 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 go for it. Fred and I were talking about this because we were talking about first-person shooters and third-person shooters. We're like, what the fuck would a second-person shooter be? And then I said, you know, I've heard of first-world countries and third-world countries. What the hell is a second-world country? And then we both said, in unison, super gay-like, I bet Corrales would know. (laughs) Corrales. Oh, man. Educate us, man. Oh. Second-world countries, second-person shooters. I feel like you should know all this, right? So, yeah. Okay, what, so all right on the country mean? thing. <laughs> all right, so on the country thing, I knew he would know. I knew uh, what, he I would don't know. know if I know, <sighs> but I will say. So on the country thing, we actually look at different countries in my geography class, and there's actually four classifications now that the United Nations uses. There's a fourth. There's four. There's very high developed. There's high developed. There's low developed, and then there's very low developed. So that's how the United Nations looks at it, all right? Uh-huh. Now, people still do the first and third world country thing, and that is largely, from my understanding, that's largely language left over from the Cold War. And during the Cold War, a lot of the countries that were considered second world countries were countries that were low developed but were being – Developed by the Soviet bloc. So, like, does that make sense? Western Europe or Eastern Europe? Yeah. So, Eastern Europe countries, uh, countries like Afghanistan, for example. You know, the Soviets tried to take Afghanistan. It would have been considered second. The distinction was a first world country was taking a third world country and fucking fucking with it, right? And that that's what made it a second world country. Sort of. Yeah. 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 Except from what I've always seen, second world countries were always affiliated with the Soviet Union. Oh, see, like, I this is where we actually really need Earnshaw. I don't know if he's going to listen to this or not, but, like, I feel like there's a connection with first-person point of view, second-person point of view, and third-person point of view in literature. And, you know, there was a time where I pretended to be an English major. I think it was, like, for a year I pretended to be an English major. 
in college. And, you know, that's one of the reasons I did the victory lap. Triple major. (laughs) Right. Right. Um, But like, yeah, I pretended to be an English major and there was something about first person, second person, third person. And there's something similar to what you're describing in literature for a second person point of view. Because whenever you talk about storytelling, like 90% of the stories you read are first or third person. Yeah. Um, And there is this weird middle ground second person, which kind of corresponds to the weird middle ground second person in countries yeah, for second world countries, which doesn't happen very often. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And like I don't know exactly how it would look, but yeah, I would assume that like, okay, first person is obviously you talking about you. Yeah. Third person is an omniscient being talking about you. Right. You know, and so a second person, it would have to be someone else. Like an active who's fallible, yeah. Who is somebody yeah, who's a fallible who doesn't have all the resources, yeah. Yes, talking about a limited perspective of another individual. Yep, and that you're, not, you're you're dead on, yeah. But I'm not sure. I don't I don't know what that looks like. Okay, this is what it looks Literary like. It looks wise. like it looks like Corrales. You're the main character in the story, right? And okay. you're walking down the hallways of your school, right? Um, and I'm the lesser popular kid, but the story is being told through my eyes following the main character. Wait, was this a real high school story? I missed high school with you guys. I'm, I'm bummed. Is this high school? (laughs) Did I miss out? Yes. I was the cool kid and freedom was a total (laughs) dork. Yes. That's it. That's, that's high school. (laughs) Correct. That's high school right there, buddy. That sounds exactly correct. (laughs) I had my, I had like my football letterman (laughs) jacket. I had a yes, girl right. on each yeah, arm. That seems like you. Yeah. That totally seems like you. Yeah. yeah. The problem was yeah. every time I tried to stuff freedom in a locker, I could never find a locker big enough. Yeah. yeah. So. I had to double up. <laughs> Challenging. Yeah. I had to get one of those. Yeah. I had to double up. I had to get one of those really tall Is it tall because lockers. I'm like 300 pounds? Yeah. <laughs> no, because you're a tall, lanky son of a bitch. <laughs> you're trying to keep him detained while you saw the middle area between two <laughs> vertical lockers out. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, look over there oh, real quick. Man. Well, I take this TIG welder, clear this whole platform out. I'm going to stuff you in this son of a bitch. Yep. That was high school. That was it right there. (laughs) What were we talking about? I don't even fucking remember. Second person point of view. Oh, yeah. So, okay. I think we should all also – we love some uh, first person shooters. What would a second person shooter be? (laughs) You watching somebody else run around shooting? Yep. You can't really do because anything. Video games. <laughs> it would suck. <laughs> I think. What, what if I was holding a controller, and I was controlling Freedom's hands as he <laughs> held a controller that was shooting at a first-person shooter? What do you think? Is that is that second-person shooter? Is sure. that does that work? That seems marketable. Yeah, let's go with it. <laughs> let's go with that. <laughs> I'm totally lost uh, now. Mm. Moving on. All right, fellas, are you ready for Milliardo's big surprise? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to need you guys to grab a Guinness. It's the tradition. We grab a Guinness from Liardo's Big Surprise. Okay, I have one. I have one handy. Me too. Do you have one, Freedom? I finished off my other beer, so hang on. I'm not going to pour it. All right. So there was a lot of different ways that I thought about presenting this material that you're about to hear. Um, I thought about doing it as a raise the glass. I thought about doing it as a pour glass. I I thought about doing it as a throw a glass, but I ended up deciding to make it its own little thing because you guys are too smart. Do you know that? You're both too smart. I kindly disagree. I smell a trick, Freedom. I smell a trick. 
And this is why you're too smart. This is what happens when I try to get you guys on audio and it doesn't work. Here you go. Hello? Hello? Hey, you. Why are you messaging my girlfriend on Facebook? What, you think you slick? Who are you talking to, man? Look, I know damn well oh. you know. What's that, you know Jerry, what you son about. of a bitch? I have no idea what you're talking about, man. Don't call this number again. <laughs> oh, yeah, you a little punk ass. That was Trying you, to... son of a bitch, and man. And Corrales hangs up. <laughs> oh, that was Corrales. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, man. Hey, I wish punk I had I wish I was to call my girlfriend. What? Damn. Oh, who is this? Here's an example of how it would have played out if Kralos wasn't so smart and hung up. By the way, <laughs> if I remember correctly, didn't I get your employer to call you with that number? Isn't that how I did that? Isn't that how I got you to pick up? It was something like that. Like I, I either think, used, I think I used your your employer to I call you, you and that's yeah, how I yeah. got you to answer I the phone. I think you did yeah. use I'm a pretty school sure number. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. Wow. God, I wish I would have screwed with you more. Like, I wish I would have played along. After I hung up, I actually regretted that. I was like, I should have screwed with that guy more. (laughs) This Uh. is the best result that could possibly happen. This is from the (laughs) Prank Owl website. You ready? Here you go. Thank you for calling Bellevue Goodwill. How can I help you? Goodwill? Hey, you. Why are you messaging my girlfriend on Facebook? What, you think you slick? I'm sorry, sir. I don't know what you're talking about. Look, I know damn well you know. You know what I'm talking about. What? What? Sir, I'm a female, and this is very rude to be called. Oh, yeah, you a little <laughs> punk ass trying to ask my girl for filthy pictures, huh? For some titty pictures? Well, who the hell you think you are? Sir, this is the phone number for Goodwill and Bell. Oh, yo, you got attitude now? Huh? You want to talk face to face? By all means, sir, please come to my work right now. Oh, no, I think we need oh, a face-to-face shit. meeting. Where you at, homeboy? Sir, I am a 22-year-old female. Let's go, homeboy. Where you at, huh? I am at Goodwill in Bellevue, sir. <laughs> Just been pranked. Courtesy of PrankOwl.com. So, Cross, that's oh, what would have happened that's if how you that's had supposed gone to go, all the huh? way through. Well, sorry. Happened, yeah. Sorry I was an asshole. That prank woke me up from a nap. I was pissed. I was like, man, I was sleeping. I don't know if you know Freedom, but I, I went after you too. Were you aware that I went after you as well? Uh, no. Is it all coming back to you now? No, it's all not, right. actually. Here we go, then. This will be fun. This will be a fun little remember. Here we go. All right. Oh, shit. Hello? Thanks for signing up for Cat Facts. You will now receive a daily phone call with a fun fact about cats. <laughs> To cancel this subscription, say cancel. So then he hung up. But before he got up, he goes, Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) 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 Sounds about right. I'm surprised you made it that far with it. Freedom's like, oh shit. (laughs) Fuck me. Again, he's too smart. But had he been not quite as smart as he was, maybe this is what would have happened to him. You ready? Yeah. Hello? You will now receive a daily phone call with a fun fact about cats. No, we didn't. Cancel this subscription. Say cancel. Cancel. Cats bury their feces to cover their trails from predators. That's your daily fact. Thanks for using cat facts. Cancel. I'm sorry. I didn't understand that. 
To stop your subscription cancel. to Catfax, say stop. 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 You wish to cancel your subscription. Please confirm your security question to proceed. What is your favorite what? animal? I'm sorry, Dog. I didn't understand it. Please try again. Cats use Dog. their tails for balance and have nearly 30 individual bones in them. To cancel, cancel. your subscription to daily cat facts, say cancel. Cancel. Please confirm your security question. What is your favorite animal? Dog. Incorrect. Your favorite animal Incorrect. is the walrus. the walrus. You will continue to receive daily phone facts. Cancel. You've just been pranked. Courtesy of prankowl.com. Oh my god. Cancel. Cancel. Oh man, that one. I like that one a lot. Had you guys not been as clever as you were, then uh, that that's what would have happened. Yeah, I don't oh, play man. those games. There's another option where you can make people call each other. And I actually did that to you guys as well. The problem was freedom picked up. Corrales did not. So the recording didn't happen. <laughs> oh, Aww. sorry. Yeah, I don't answer my phone for yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we know. We know. So that's your surprise, fellas. Uh, that was awesome. hilarious. Didn't I tell you guys about that phone call? You did. And I and played it pretty cool. I was you cool. You did. Guy. You didn't say shit about <laughs> it. No, man. Damn, Milliardo. <laughs> no, I didn't. Wow. I was like, this is going to be pubcast material one of these days. Yeah, I'm very impressed. Well, you're welcome. Wow. What a dick. Totally. Totally. Are we ready for a raise a glass, pour a glass, throw a glass? Let's do it. Our final segment today at the 1068 Pub is raise a glass, pour a glass, throw a glass. Where we raise a glass for something that makes us happy. We pour out a glass for something that makes us sad. And we throw a glass at something that pisses us off. So I'm going to do an audio raise a glass, pour a glass, throw a glass, because I had a lot of time to prepare for this one. So I'm going to raise my glass to the babble of a one-year-old. And this is why. A one-year-old can come up with some of the most weird little things that they'll continue to repeat over and over and over again. And sometimes you don't know where it came from. Sometimes it's just white noise, basically, in the house. But this particular one. Sounded like this. Mommy, tiny. I'm gonna play that one more time for you guys. It sounded like this. Mommy, tiny. What did that sound like to you guys? Hey, there, tiny. Honestly, it sounded like a unicorny. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it sounds like mommy Kanye. Mommy Kanye. And mommy so that's what Kanye. it's become, mommy Kanye. Yeah, and be- from that little babble, I have gotten the enjoyment of every now and then getting to walk around the house with my one-year-old yelling, Mommy Kanye, where you at? Mommy Kanye. And that has provided <laughs> nice. me so much joy to my life. I'm sure Miss Milliardo really <laughs> digs that. that. She's like an hour rap star. It's great. <laughs> yeah. It's provided me so much joy to my life that, uh, yeah, I raised my glass of Kanye Zest oh, nice. <laughs> by Pizza Boy Brewing Company. Yeah, Kanye Zest is the name of a beer? Kanye Zest. No. It is is indeed. Yes. That's great. I'm going to pour a glass. I'm I'm going to make a serious moment here. I'm going to pour a glass. And the the backstory basically is I was uh, helping a friend move. They were moving from uh, where I live to Texas, which is a great idea, by the way, because this place sucks. 
And Texas, I mean, aside from being Texas, is not this place. So, you know, it's I feel like he had an upscale move there. Yeah. Um, anyway, we're moving, and he started talking about some friends of his that live down there whose daughter was about the same age as my daughter, my, my eldest and his daughter. And uh, their mother was currently on the last um, leg of breast cancer and wasn't going to make it much longer. He was moving for other reasons, but in addition to that, he was hoping to get to spend some time with them before she passed away. There was no no sign of recovery for this, you know, 30-something-year-old woman. And we were talking about this, and a song came on the on my Pandora in my car. And it was one of those, like, Zach Braff uh, moments from Scrubs, right? Where, it, like, it's super cheesy, but the song perfectly fits the situation. And this was the song that played. When I was younger, when I was younger, I had the answers I've got to say. But all of my answers, now that I'm older, turn into questions in front of me. And I know this is super cheesy, but in that moment I was like, man... I remember like 10 years ago, we were all in college. We were all screwing around playing beer pong. And like the concerns that we had back then were so minor. Yeah. And if you think about the shit that's happened since then, I mean, some of it's been in our lives. Some of it's just been people we know. Some of it's been people that we care about. But it's like all that shit that used to be so far away, cancer, death, you know, all that shit used to be so far from us, from our core people that we cared about. For the most part, I mean, there were always grandparents, you know, but like for the most part, the core people that you cared about, that was like a distant fairy tale. And then all of a sudden, some shit happened where we got old and that shit yep. is like right next door. And yeah, that's, you're right. That's, that's wacky. So yeah, it's cheesy, but I pour out my glass of Old as Hell Ale by Creek Bottom Brewery. That's us. Cheers, bro. That's us. We're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. And finally... I'm going to throw my glass at Kids Bop on Pandora. Do you oh, guys Jesus. know about some Kids Bop? Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, I uh, I mean, I can guess, but no, guys. Just I, go uh, experience I don't have to know about it for that yourself. Shit. Just do it. <laughs> Worth it. I'm not going to throw my glass at Kids Bop specifically because there's a time and a place for a Kids Bop, and this is why. You don't ever want to be in the car with your little girls, and then you're pl- you're listening to your music, and this comes on, and you don't realize what's going on, and suddenly you're jamming to... Keep reminding me of my inner worth and that if I try harder next time, I might win. Oh you know, you don't God. want that situation to happen, right? right? So that's why Kids Bop is cool. Because Kid Bop takes the songs you love and it makes them kid-friendly. It, like, gets out all the bad stuff that kids shouldn't listen to. And it's okay because most of the time you're very aware that it's Kids Bop. Like this, for instance, I am very aware that this singer is not Pitbull. I'm 100% aware that this is not Pitbull. So, you know, there's no concern there. I know that's sure. not Pitbull. Sure. I know that I'm listening to kids safe music, right? Uh-huh. But sometimes it gets a little bit close, right? Sometimes you can't tell the difference. 
and this will come on your your Pandora. What? So if you know how the song goes, that's not how the song goes. That's the kids bop version. But here's the problem. If you like kids bop versions on Pandora, Pandora doesn't recognize that that means you don't also like the real version. So then the real version will play and suddenly you're like having to explain to a four-year-old why boys like to hold booty. You know, you're like, daddy, why do boys like booty? Um, De booty booty? Pirates. I'm thinking pirates. How do I, how do I get out of this? How do I get out of this? So directly into the face of kids bop, specifically when it's on Pandora and does not give you the option to understand that just because I can thumbs up a kid friendly version doesn't mean I want the real thing. I throw Pandora's Bach by Breckenridge Brewery. Very good, sir. Very, Very good. Very nice. Well played. Yeah. But that kid bop shit, oh my God. I, I'm tired. I'm done. <laughs> my youngest, my only is just turned two and I'm done. I'm done. You're done with kids bop? Absolutely done. Done. No more. No. Not happening. I, I can't. I just can't. I can't even, actually. Sorry. I can't even. I love it when they take a song that's absolutely horrible. Oh, God. Like, oh God. You know, back up in your ass with the resurrection and somehow make it kid-friendly. <laughs> <laughs> they distill the song down to where it's like nothing. <laughs> it's just words. Jesus Christ. They barf out Legos horrible. and sunshine. I don't know how they do it. I really don't. Good way to put it. Yeah. It's got to be an, an analogy in there somewhere. Kids bop is this yes. as Legos and sunshine yes. is this. You know, something. Yeah, I like that. Kids bop is to pop music as a unicorn is to Hitler. I'm pretty sure that's the. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the accurate um, analogy. I can yeah. dig that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I got. All right, Freedom, what you got? Okay, so. Well played, Corrales. Put Freedom in front. Give yeah. you extra time to order from the menu. You go. I like what you did there. there you I go. like what you did there. That's, but you know no, what? It's on record. We're that's recording fine. this. You can't take it back. It's That's oh, happened. I'm not, taking, I'm not going to well take it back, buddy. It's well done. No oh, takey-backies? <laughs> only givey freely. Only givey to freely. Freedom's Yep. Uh-huh. You got that? You should, you should have corked that hole in your lawn chair. Go ahead, sir. That's true. Good point. So I'm just going to start off with Razor Glass. Razor Glass is the one that I didn't have currently, but this is what I, I've kind of fashioned from one of my pub trivials. So I'm going to raise a glass, um, and I'm going to raise it specifically to the Guitar Hero 3 playlist. Oh, it's such a good playlist. Yeah, it's You're a welcome. good playlist. I'm just going to go ahead and raise a glass of the Blue Oyster by the Mon- well by Monyo Brewing Company I get to it. the Guitar Hero 3 playlist <laughs> because I'm just going to start naming off songs because they're that great. Queens of the Stone Age, Threes and Sevens, very good. Heart, or Barracuda by Heart. Before I Forget, Slipknot. Black Magic Woman, Santana. Well, you're you're going to have to slow down. My Sunshine. left hand is currently gyrating magically <laughs> to, the, to the songs you're listing. I'll start where I left off. Black sunshine, <laughs> white zombie, balls on parade, rage against the machine, chair brought. That was my jam. Cities on flame with rock and roll, blue oyster cult, the one and only Cliffs of Dover, 
Eric Johnson. Oh, I love Clifton Dover. Cult of Personality, Living Color, Devil Went Down to Georgia, Charles Daniels Band, Even Flow by Pearl Jam. Charlie Pearl Jam. Daniels Band. Yeah. That was one of those songs. The Devil Went Down to Georgia was kind of like rape. You just kind of closed your eyes and prayed. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, my favorite song from what I remember, uh, Knights of Sidonia by Muse. Yeah, that, that was, was another one where I just closed my eyes and prayed and hoped that my asshole didn't hurt the next morning. That was another one. <laughs> just yeah. like a tough that. one. Yeah. It was tough. <laughs> uh, let's see. LaGrange by ZZ Top. Yeah. I'm like just going one. through the yes. highlights. I'm not going through all the songs. I love that one. That was a great song. My name is Jonas by Weezer. Yes. Number of the Beast. Can I toss out my favorite too? Please do. Killers, When We Were Young. Yeah, that we one was a good one too. Uh, but and Reptilia it, by the Reptilia Strokes. Reptilia by the Strokes. Mm-hmm. I was about to ask <sighs> if it beat out uh, Reptilia. No, no. School's out for summer. Yeah, 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 Cooper. yeah. Uh, I play that every ride, year on the last that. day of school when I drive away from the school. Oh, nice. That's like, like my little... on the guitar, right? On the on the little fake guitar. On the guitar, driving my truck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what I do. Two more, (laughs) Suck My Kiss, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and Sunshine of Your Love by Cream. Nice. That was such a good game. Is that game backwards compatible? I don't know. (laughs) You tell me. If there was was a way for us to pop that in our Xbox Ones and just play against each other on the old guitars, that would be legit. That would be be super legit. (sighs) So that's that's my first one, right? Drink a swig of Guinness for that because that felt pretty good. So I'm going to pour a glass, and I'm going to pour my glass out to, to the MLB, sport of baseball, Major League Baseball. And one of the reasons because is... Because baseball sucks dick and nobody cares about baseball? No, is actually, I like baseball. Um, I grew up <laughs> Sorry. in the 90s oh, yeah, when the Braves too. were Sorry. good. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that got me hooked on baseball. <laughs> and I don't watch it as much anymore, but it, it, one reason to like lure me even that much further into like watching soccer and cricket full-time, I don't know, ping-pong, who knows. I like watching soccer, but most Americans don't, I don't think. I don't like watching soccer. World Cup. No, I don't. As someone who currently plays soccer as his only athletic sport and loves it as an athlete, I cannot watch soccer. I don't know what it is. I like it it when you're rooting for your country kind of thing. FIFA and uh, the Olympics, that's it. I get into the World Cup, I do, when USA is playing. But let me tell you why I'm pouring a, a, my glass out to the MLB specifically. Uh, it may be a little preemptive, but the MLB is talking about implementing a rule when you go into extra innings. So you've gone nine innings and you're tied up, right? So what they're talking about implementing a rule is to automatically, at the start of the 10th inning, to put a runner on second base. The fuck? Right? The fuck are you doing, MLB? It's supposed to shorten the games, make them go by faster. More airtime for advertisers or whatever. That's some fucking give everybody a rocket launcher starting in Halo because we're tired bullshit. That's- <laughs> right. It, it's shit like that. It, it cheapens the experience of the sport. You know, I think it's ridiculous. Um, that is ridiculous. I think it completely obliterates the original rules of baseball. But I understand like the need for change. For example, I think it was a great idea for baseball to institute instant replays. They have instant replay rules in baseball now, like for foul balls and for home runs. Because, I mean, think about it. You're the home plate umpire 
and you're looking at the ball going 400 feet, well, not 400, 350 feet away, and then it curving around a foul pole. It can be hard to see at nighttime and when it's like bright, you know, certain times of the day where it's really bright. It can be hard to see, and I get that. So, you know, the understanding the need for change to adapt and to be more fair, I kind of get that to an extent, but, you know, I think it's stupid to completely cheapen the sport by putting people on base for no reason. It's like giving a handout to yeah, somebody. Yeah, I agree. No, I totally When you didn't deserve agree. it. Yeah. I think that's ridiculous. Yeah. So I'm throwing a glass of Ground Rule Dubel <laughs> by Frankenmuth <laughs> nice. Brewery. Nice. <laughs> Nice. Well, nicely done. Well played. Can I give you my little baseball gossip here? Let's do it. So bats in the MLB are mostly maple. Did you guys know that? No. I, I had no idea. I did not know that. Okay, so maple. Have you ever heard of the instances where a maple bat will split and fracture, and pieces of the maple bat will fly off and impale a player at third base? Because uh, <laughs> that happened. Uh, I mean. I didn't know that. I've never heard of an instance like that happening, but I mean, I've seen broken bats happen plenty of times and it goes flying everywhere. So there is a solution involving a bat with a certain core, a middle section with a different external section, which will make splintering bats never happen again. And the guy who has the design copyrighted lives in Northwest Indiana. And I know him personally. And he is literally getting blacklisted from even meeting with anybody to present the idea because of the major companies who right. supply bats to the to the yeah, major the, leagues. The money that's already invested. He is literally Mr. Small Guy Inventor who has the best fucking idea for the sport yeah. that I've ever heard of. And I'm not a baseball fan, but I hear the problem. I hear a solution that is incredibly logical, and the only reason it's not happening is because he got Money. the copyright on it, which means these other companies who currently supply bats would lose out on market shares. Right. And yep. he is not even getting a, a seat to speak with these guys. And he's old. He's old. He's going to die in the next 20 years. Yeah. And that's not being a dick. That's just statistics. He's going to die in the next 20 years, guaranteed. And that means that this secret is going to die with him. <laughs> and that so. kind of stuff happens all the time with things like prescription drugs and things like that. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know, man. It's a tough world out there. Hey, Freedom, what's your throw-a-glass? Well, Miliardo, my throw-a-glass is specific to individuals, women, actually, who get overly offended. Um, oh, shit. When oh, shit. That's, what I, that's exactly what I was thinking, Miliardo. Oh, shit. Hey, I'm about to call women Where are we out, going, man. Freedom? Where are we going, hey, buddy? I'm throw some bows, Go, man. Hey, throw I'm, bows. I'm thinking that you guys will back me up on this. Right. I'm throwing my glass specifically at women who get overly offended when a male holds the door for them. Mm, yeah, fuck and, those bitches. Okay, thank you. Now, let me give you the story. And it's going to be a short story. I'm not getting into because there aren't a lot of details because I shut it down pretty quick. So long story short, which actually it's a short story short. Nice. Out of what I normally do, I hold the door when I see a lady coming in behind me. This lady was quite a few strides behind me, but I would have felt bad, you know, shutting the door in their face. You know, so I held the door and 
the lady looked younger than me, but she basically ended up telling me, do I look helpless is basically what it came down to. She was basically saying, wow, don't hold the door for me. Do I look helpless? And I said, and I, and I just had one thing to say. You about to bitch. I said, well, let's test that theory. And I shut the door in her face. And just walked on. Nice. Uh, good for you. Did that really happen? Please really, tell me that really it happened. It really happened. Good. And it happened at work. Oh, shit. Why would you be ugly to somebody that's just being nice about something? Like if, if someone know, if someone's walking in front of me and they hold the door because they see me right behind them, I don't get offended. You know? I actually like two-step it to make sure they don't hold the door too long. Yeah, exactly. Here's the problem with you Southerners. You talk to each other. You know, if I held the door open for a woman, she wouldn't make eye contact or talk to me because I'm in the north. We don't do that shit. You just walk right past. That's true. You know, it wouldn't even be an issue, yeah. a non-issue. Yeah. We got to oh, figure it out. Here. That's, that's cool. true. It's cool. But that's the true story. It definitely happened. And um, I'm throwing my glass of Like a Boss by Frontier Beer Company. Because you, you shut the door on that bitch <laughs> like I a shut boss. The door. That's right. Like had a no boss. Ifs, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Oh, nicely done. Well, she Doing. deserved it. That's she was. Uh, she, she sounds did. like that a nasty was a very bitch ass move, and I wasn't playing yeah. that game today. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Well done. Let's test that theory. Walk off. <laughs> oh and man, Corrales, do you have do you have raised glass, pour glass, slow glass? I do. All right. So do so it. first of all, and I'm not going to spend too much time on these tonight. I, uh, you say that here's incentive. If you accomplish this in 14 minutes, we have officially done the entire recording in two hours. That's a, that's one pubcast recorded in two hours. Hey, normally it takes us four hours. We have literally cut our recording time in half. Hey, We're buckle saying. up, buddy. No pressure. Buckle up. No pressure. Here no we pressure. go. <laughs> all right. So first of me. all, I got to start writing these things down because I think yes. of them. Yes, like people will do. piss me off yes, and I'll be do. like, I want to throw a glass at that fucker right there and I will not <laughs> write it down. And then I forget about it because I'm not the kind of person that cares enough to hold on to things like that. And yeah. so I just so you got to write that shit down I so do. you can hold on to it like exactly. a bad person. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> it's I what I do too, man. It's in my phone. I need to embrace it. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> so first of all, I'm raising a glass, right? Sure. All right. So I'm going to raise a glass to the state of North Carolina. And here's why. The whole fucking state, all of For you. not bombing the bees? Sorry, go ahead. Well, there's that. Uh, that's Transgender bathrooms um, <laughs> to suit your needs. <laughs> yes. Uh, or not. Or not freedom. suit your needs. Uh, Sorry. Hey, I like to have options, okay? Uh, some, days I'm feel, <laughs> some days I feel like a woman. You, Hey, you're the one that's got this song on your phone. Uh, to suit the needs that you choose right. to have, if you have enough money, yes. I, right, I right, feel right. like a winner is what I have. <laughs> hey, hey, you guys gonna let me do this shit in fourteen minutes or nah? You gotta, <laughs> you gotta dictate. Right, so, so here's the deal: uh, North Carolina right now, they have introduced a bill that would make it a legal offense that could receive a citation for going too slow in the left lane and refusing to get over. Hell yeah, North Carolina. Hell yeah. Because <laughs> Definitely down people, with that. people that get in the far left lane and go 10 miles under the speed limit and have people passing them to the right 
I mean, they're basically Nazis, right? Pretty much. Like you're, it's like basically. Yeah. I think that's one of the Nazi party tenants. Yeah, uh, it's like you're taking the whole road just for you. Like I want to throw rocks <laughs> at you right now. Like that's what I want to do. I want to <laughs> take rocks and I want to chunk them at your car. I'm a big fan of what North Carolina's doing there. Like shut it down, North Carolina. Shut it down. So for those people, for North Carolina. I raise a left lane IPA by Floating Bridge Brewing. Um, Ooh, yes. Nicely done. Keep it up, North Carolina. Pass that bill. Make it happen. Very good. Can I share with you my secret dream about driving in road rage? Absolutely, but don't get pissy with me if we go over the 14-minute uh, I'm <laughs> saving mine until after because I've got one too. Has anybody ever wanted to have a paintball gun type thing? That could shoot out like a, a secret agent sticky, you know, like a Simtex, but not explosive. Just like something that would stick to somebody's car and hold up a sign that was like, this bitch is a douche <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. Like the equivalent of like a kick me sign, but like on the back of somebody's car. On the car. <laughs> but tailored to the specific thing they did. So yes. if somebody vehicularly infringed upon your rights in a specific way you could type into something on your steering wheel and it would launch out a little clay thing <laughs> that'd be it was awesome like this person was a douche in this way imagine like if you're on a three-hour drive you might come into contact with somebody who had like 50 of those things on their bumper and you're like you know what i'm gonna say the fuck away from that guy mm-hmm. that guy's a douche you know what i mean yeah 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 and then the douche when they got there would have to clean off their damn bumper Right, that would be annoying, right? So that'd be right. like the punishment at the end of the day. Oh, yeah, I'm a I'm totally. a big fan of public shaming. I feel like we need to bring some of that shit back. <laughs> I, guess, I mean, you know, here's the thing: I mean, we, we do it real, online. Man. We flag people yeah. online. Why can't we flag yeah. them while they're on the road? I don't see a, I don't see a problem with that. I feel like every person, right? every day, should get like one douche flag, and like when somebody <laughs> just really pisses you off, you're like, you know what? You're going to be the recipient of my douche flag. And they have to walk around with that shit all day. We're only a small technological leap away from being able to launch a projector onto the back of a human being to where it shows <laughs> what they just did to you. That like, would be this awesome. is what this motherfucker just did to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I, th- I think public shaming is awesome. Like, I think, I think what the Puritans have, like the whole, like, you put your head in the little wooden beam. Put your hands through it. People throw vegetables at you. That's legit. <laughs> yes. Like, why? Don't nobody want to have no tomatoes thrown. And I'm, I'm with you guys. Like, we have the kind of technology where that should be totally feasible. Why do we not do public <laughs> shaming? Let's bring that back. Let's make it happen. Yeah. I believe in that for sure. Okay, number two, right? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so this one's sort of strange, and it's a very personal one. I went strange. I'm all for it, man. Well, yours was really like heartfelt and very humanistic. And and I'm with you, man. Like we are getting to that age. I I was going to tell you, like one of the teachers that was really instrumental for me when I got my job, she got me involved in Model UN and she really helped pave a way for me being able to teach the honors classes that I wanted to teach and making sure that I got certified in the things that I needed. She basically she saw a lot in me correctly or incorrectly and she opened a lot of doors for me and i recently found out that she's struggling with breast cancer right now yeah and you know so that's a scary thing for her and it's just you know we are getting that age to where death and stuff's just becoming more realistic for us you know 
So yeah, fucking creepy ass girl has crawled out of the television set. Like she's not touching us yet, right? But yeah, she's yeah. fucking crawled out but of the she's television. There. Set. Yeah, like she's, she's there. She's in the room. She's in yeah. the room making that creepy yeah. ass uh, noise. Yeah, like that yeah. Shit, I think yeah. I. I think did I merge movies? We just merged movies. I think. I'm like, should I be turned on? <laughs> should I be turned? How many orifices do you have, dead girl? Like, <laughs> how wet are you? <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> That was a necrophiliac joke, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. We went down a dark place there. Uh, maybe one of her orifices. <laughs> I don't know. Right. But, um, right. So, right? anyway, this one's not a human, but like, you know, I grew up with horses, and my parents are getting to an age, and their horses are getting to an age where we're, we're starting to lose them. Sure. And my dad had a horse growing up uh, called Talamore. And he was our stallion, like he was the he was the male, and half of our horses were his children. And uh, he was just a really cool horse, and like growing up, he was always like a just a big part of my childhood. Like even going to college and stuff, anytime I drove in the driveway, he would always come running up and you know whinny at me or whatever, and want me to come over and rub him on the head or whatever. And uh, my parents lost him recently, and he was just such a cool horse and just a really powerful animal and seeing him die was just um you know it does remind you about mortality and and that even the most beautiful things in life you know come to an end so anyway for talamore uh i pour glass i pour a white horse bitter uh from white horse brewing um i like it you know and, and and in many ways i think he's just a symbol of all the animals and stuff that we've had to part ways with i mean i'm an animal person sure and i in many ways i i like animals more than pretty much all people like with a few exceptions like you guys my immediate family other than that pretty much like i would rather be with my dog than anybody else really and so you know he's just sort of symbolic i think of just good animals in the you know that we've had to part ways with Hang on, was Talamore the horse or one of the horses that was threatened by the rattlesnake that escaped back when we were younger? Yes, Talamore was the one where the rattlesnake was moving towards his barn. Yeah. So Talamore was a fucking, like, like a hero. Like, he, he survived a <laughs> rattlesnake attack, right? Yeah, I mean, sort of. Yeah, he sort of did. Yeah. He sort of did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, cheers to Talamore. Well, and it was just weird with him, too, because, like, I had just been there a week before. And I even commented yeah. to my parents, I was like, you know, he's, cause he was like, he's 31 years old. Wow. And I told my wow. mom, I was like, man, yeah. you know, I was like, he's really looking good. Like he still looks so good for his age, but he went from 100% to gone in one day, you know? And in a sure. way I pour the glass sure. out to my mom and dad too, especially my dad. He, he, right. it was a bad, it was a really bad hard. day for him. Cause yeah. you know, Talamore was sort of his, that was his buddy. That was his horse. So it, it sucked, you know, to see an animal like that, such a beautiful animal uh die in a painful way so being a lay person i had no idea horses lived that long i mean you know i know that cats live about 10 years roughly dogs are ballpark maybe a little longer or less depending on the breed oh thank god only 10 years jesus (laughs) but like when you think about like 30 that's a big jump up i had no idea horses lived that long yes yeah yeah no clue yeah horses usually around 25 to 35 is sort of okay you know, you yeah. So I mean, they're all you know, they're all getting old, man. Uh, what was that ballpark for dogs? <laughs> you count the days? God, <laughs> I'll put it on. I'll mark my calendar. If he ain't, de- if he ain't dead by that time, 
<laughs> you grabbing a shotgun. Over, over the fence she goes. <laughs> and then my third my third beer, my throw a glass. I'm gonna throw at my uh my president. Because he's a fucktard. Um Yeah. Moving on. Yeah, he is. You know, no cutting explanation yeah, required. <laughs> well, and I, I, I really um I really don't want to get into like the political aspects of it at all, but like he wants to cut the EPA by like thirty one percent funding. Uh, yeah, because global warming's not real, and yes, there's a bill right now in Congress, and this this isn't just Trump. This is the Republicans in general. But there's a bill in Congress to allow the states to begin privatizing state forest and selling it off. It's like, you know, wow. One of the things that I'm most proud of to be an American is that we still have a lot of open spaces. Yeah, and there is still a lot of wild in america and there is still a lot of yeah exactly there's still a lot of public protected lands and like being someone who like on like a weekly basis you know fly fishing trips or whatever i go and i enjoy these places and the thought of not being able to share those places with my children i take that incredibly personally yeah and i feel like i'm being robbed basically sure and i just really think he's a despicable human being so i throw my glass at the president and uh you guys we've had this beer before can you guess what it's gonna be Ooh, hang on it's thematic um and it's really shitty i'm gonna guess killian's irish red (laughs) no but i like i see what you did there and i like it i approve (laughs) and that is a shitty beer any other guesses freedom I'm, I'm drawing it? a blank. I'm trying to think. Forrest, President Trump. I'm 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 drawing a blank. Is there like a chipmunk on your face pale ale? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there is somewhere, but uh, I'm going to throw the global warmer at him from Six Point Brewery. Oh, nice. oh yes. Nice. Six points. Very good. Yes. Politics are despicable by their very nature. Yeah. Politicians are despicable by their very nature. I understand it's a job that someone has to do. And that it's a difficult job to do and not become a despicable human being. I understand that. Yeah. But to a certain extent, I think society is always going to be screwed up because human beings are screwed up. Yeah. But our environment doesn't have to be. Right. And when we have politicians that don't take the correct measures to protect these wonderful things that we have available to us as Americans, I find that just really despicable and – personal i take it really personal that i might not be able to take my kids to some of the places that i've enjoyed so mr president fuck you i'm really glad you brought that up because um freedom and i did a trump episode where i was very optimistic on trump and the thing was like we recorded that in 2016 which meant trump was just an idea like he ran his campaign he had he had won the election and at that point, there was rampant speculation about what he would do, what he wouldn't do. And I was – at that time, I was in the camp, maybe he's not going to be a terrible president because he was so non-traditional. Right. Um, he was so kind of breaking from the mold of what a candidate should be that maybe it could be a good thing. That was kind of where I was, was standing. And I said a lot of things based on that. But since then – and actually, we published that in January, I think. So yeah. by the time it published, he'd already done some things. There's a lot of things that I said that I wish I could take back based on the timeline that that went down because 
I agree with everything you said about the environment. And this whole idea of having alternate facts bothers me. Like, yeah, that is the dumbest possible idea anyone could think of. And it's become something that representatives are saying. Like, yeah, he had a different version of facts. Or this person who said that had a different version of facts. Or these voters believed in a different version of facts as if there's more than one set of facts right. and living in a world where there is multiple facts <laughs> that is the most ridiculous and dumbest shit i've ever heard in my life yeah and that all came up mainstream after we had recorded that or i would have put that in initially because that yeah. that is nuts to me but what you said about the environment too like and i think i might have said this at some point on a podcast, I don't know or not, but if not, I'm saying it now, is that I'm in a company that does things that impact the environment. And I right. know for a fact that if there's not somebody in the company who makes a conscious effort to do the right thing for the community, for the environment, then the company is always going to go for what is best for the company. And that is never what is best for the environment. Right. And that's the role. Like, yeah, yeah. A corporation's job is to make money. That's as it should be. But you have to balance against that. Right. What happens is all the officers that are hired by that company, their job is to work at the will of the owners, right? And Yeah, they're shareholders. And the thing is, like, there's really no reason that that will should ever be positive for the environment or for forests or right. for rivers or for lakes because those things never help profit lines. Yeah. So it's it's one of those things where if there's not somebody to step in and be like, hey, man, you can't do this. Well, it either doesn't help profit lines or it just gets charged back to the consumer. It just is more expensive. Well, what you're describing where it gets charged back to the consumer, that's when Big Brother steps in and yeah. says, hey, bitch, you got to do this this way. And that raises prices, which raises prices to consumers. So what I'm describing where someone steps in and, and puts boundaries, that absolutely does raise prices to consumers. I don't, I don't deny that. I know that the best thing for business, the best thing for my business is to have conservatives that are even farther right wing than Trump, which is why the Koch brothers – have not been playing nicely with Trump lately because Trump is not as far right as they are because the best thing for big business is to go as far right as humanly possible. I yeah, get that. Yeah, free market. The best thing for my business is to go as far right as possible. But at the end of the day, when I come home, I'm not a business. I'm a human being. And living in this world where I smell the sulfur that comes from the paper mill that's like a mile and a half from my house and that pisses me off, it's one of these things where it's like, I don't know how we can continue to pretend like the world we live in is not impacted by the small businesses that we so love. You know what I mean? Yeah. I sound like a flaming liberal, which no. I hate because well, I don't – I like to think that I'm a moderate. But at the same time, it's like I don't see how it could be any more obvious than when business is allowed to run the way business wants to run, they will fucking piss on everything. On everything. everything. They will piss on the Lorax. You know yeah. what I mean? And that is their job. Like it, it is what it is. Of it's like, yeah. you know, there's some things about the libertarians that I like. Number one, for example, deregulation of like drug consumption, things like that. I support that. The government has no business telling me what I can and cannot do with my own body. And, you know, there's some of their ideas that, that I get cutting spending on certain welfare programs and things like that. I can get behind that. Yeah. But that's one of the big issues I have with libertarians. Libertarians say, well, 
lawsuits. We have lawsuits in place to protect individuals and to protect neighborhoods from corporations that mistreat the environment. And they argue that government doesn't need to regulate those things because the people have the ability to sue corporations or to simply stop buying their products from corporations that act in ways that have negative or harmful impacts on the environment. That is bullshit. And the reason it's bullshit well, – Because they're assuming that the consumer has the information. Exactly. And th Exactly. Miliardo, it, it is assuming that there is an equal amount of information on both sides of the market, the consumer and the producer, and that yeah. never, ever happens. No, not even close. There's just no way. I mean it would be like – it's like me going to my doctor. Yeah. Me going to my doctor, my doctor saying, hey, you've got to have this really, really expensive surgery. You're dying, and if you don't give us thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, you are going to die. Well, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to get the damn surgery because guess what? I'm not a doctor. I don't know my ass from my <laughs> elbow, and there's no way that I can know if that doctor is being honest with me or not. Right. You know, and the thing is too, like these people that are like, well, let's experiment. Let's try to have a freer market. Fuck that. Like we've done that before. Yeah. It was called the late eighteen hundreds and early nineteen hundreds. Yeah. The Gilded Age. It was a thing and it sucked, you know? And we've moved beyond it. And the fact that we have people that are still holding on to these ideas and thinking that corporations will somehow act magnanimously and that it's okay to shit on our environment in order to bring jobs back. It's sort of like, yeah, jobs are important, and we do need to bring jobs back to America, but you don't shit where you sleep, you know? What's wacky is being part of a corporation that's on the border of – that point where currently we can act in the goodwill of the community, of the environment, of the people around us and have a positive net on our bottom dollar because of word of mouth and because of the scope of our company. Right. But if we were to grow just a little bit, we start to enter the territory where it's financially smart to do bad things to people. Right. It's financially smart to start telling people to go F themselves, and we'll see you in court. It's smart to say, you should go to somewhere else instead of us because you're not worth my time. There is a very near horizon to where we are, to where it's like, if we grew just a little bit, we would start needing to be asshole. It's not even like we would choose to. We would be need to be assholes just to self-sustain. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's weird to be at that place where you're in a small business that's just on that cusp of how bad do I want to be a dick? <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Yeah. It's like at what point do we have to start pooping on people? Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird place to be. Very weird. And I will say I don't really want to go back into a long conversation, but I will say my – I was speaking with my students the other day. I had them take like a – it's called a – you guys should do it if you've never done it before. The political compass quiz, it's online, it's free. It puts you on like a X and a Y axis. And the X axis is like socialism to free market. And the Y axis is uh, an authoritarian state on the top. And the other side of the spectrum is a uh, basically anarchy. So it decides if you're socially liberal uh, and it decides if you are fiscally liberal or conservative. Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, so I was talking to my kids about the outcome. It's not perfect, but it it at least gets the kids thinking about you know who they are and what's important to them and 
what their values are. And most of these kids, these kids are juniors and seniors, so a lot of them will be voting in the next election. So they need to be thinking about that stuff. And um, we were talking about that, and they asked me, they said, where are you? And I said, honestly, I don't fit neatly in any of the political parties. And I said, I kind of feel like our political parties our dominant political parties, the Democrats and the Republicans, I feel like they feel like they're in such control of the situation that they can make us make choices that really aren't logical choices to make. Almost enough to make me vote for Trump. Right. What you're describing right now, that was almost enough to make me say, fuck you, DNC. Yeah, because you felt like the Democrats were manipulating you. Yeah, I, I God, think that's, I was pissed. I was yeah. so mad. Yeah, especially when the letters, you know, when the the email correspondence came out about how they were shutting down Bernie and you know it really showed how stupid they thought the American voter was specifically how they wanted to keep us complacent <laughs> right absolutely of course Trump has showed us time and time again that he also thinks the American voter is yeah. stupid you know with ideas of things like alternative facts and bullshit like that but um <laughs> but you know I told my kids it's sort of like if you went to McDonald's and you were like, you know, I'd like a Big Mac and a, a strawberry milkshake. And they're like, I'm sorry, the Big Mac only comes with a cup of black coffee. And you're like, uh, okay, well, then I would like a Big Mac and a Coke. And they're like, no, if you get the Big Mac, you have to get the cup of black coffee. I feel like that's sort of where we are politically. Yeah. Like, why can't I believe that we need to reform welfare, but at the same time be concerned about our environment? Like, why do those things have to be mutually exclusive of one another, you know? I agree 100%. You know, why can't I support gay marriage and at the same time believe that uh, total gun restrictions are illogical and won't work? Like, why, why do we package this shit together in such ridiculous ways? Yeah. What we saw in the results of my class is a lot of the kids are in the same boat. Like, I really feel like a lot of Americans are very socially liberal, but are becoming more fiscally conservative. Yeah, I'm there. And it makes you think, too, it's like, am I impractical? Am I being a dreamer? Am I being an impractical person? Because the political parties want me to think that I'm the problem. But there's a part of me, a big part of me, that thinks, no, no, it's you're the problem. You're You're the issue, you know? It's like, why can't I control yeah. – why can't I care about my environment but at the same time believe that we should make American jobs a priority? Like why does it have to be like, oh, well, if we have jobs, fuck the environment. Or if you love the environment, you must be some tree-hugging hippie and you don't like human beings and you want us all to live in caves and eat dirt. You know, It's like and, why can't we you don't be want somewhere – you know, exactly, exactly. You just smoke, you know, smoke pot and climb trees and shit. I have a theory, Corrales. You ready? Yeah. Nowadays, we live in an age where everything that's said, everything that's done is recorded and played back within an instant. Now, when people say shit and then they recant on it, somebody makes a YouTube video of their head side by side contradicting themselves. So you have this scenario where parties can't adjust the generation can no longer adjust their values to attract the next generation without the next generation noticing you know what i mean right and what that what happens is the old generation is now stuck in the situation where like okay so we're republicans do we suddenly be cool with gay marriage because that seems weird to us and then you have the liberals being like all right 
do we suddenly say maybe cut back on welfare? Because that seems weird to us. And everybody's watching. Everybody's watching in real time. But at the same time, you have this pride element where now these people are aware that everything they're saying is being watched and replayed and recorded and replayed again to where you have these caricatures that can't morph the way it used to from generation to generation. Because my grandmother, love her to death, she believes the earth is 6,000 years old. And I let her believe that because she's going to be dead soon. You know what I mean? Like I love her to death, but she's going to be dead soon. So why take that away from her that she believes the earth is 6,000 years old? Who cares? You know what I mean? So generation to generation, there are changes that have to be made and they do get made. But when you can't make that smooth transition because of social media, what happens? Polarization. Yeah. Almost like a forced or like a fabricated polarization. You're right. I mean, the way social media and the internet and just having things quickly at our disposal, I think in a way has caused the political parties to sort of get entrenched in some things that really aren't that reflective of the American people anymore. No, I don't think so either. We always do a weird, awkward sign-off. So, you know, what should we do? How much Guinness do y'all have left in your glass? None, because I drank that shit, but I got more. Go pour another one. Let's chug a Guinness for our 27 subscribers. That works for me. Doing it. So here's, we're going to chug the beer, and then I'm going to, we're going to end the podcast. You guys ready? Here we go. Yeah. Let's chug this beer. Chug the Guinness. All right. Here we go. Yes, sir. Cheers. Yummy. Yummy. I'm struggling. I can't breathe through my nose. Ah! <laughs> you can't breathe. <laughs> That's so. <laughs> Here's our close off, guys. Almost there. To Kids Pop on Pandora. To bitches that won't let you open doors for them. And to President Donald J. <sighs> Trump. This is what we have to say at the 1068 pub. Catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to our show. The 1068 Pub is closing. We'll be back with more beer and more shit we find entertaining. If there are certain beers you'd like us to try, or if you have any comments about our show, you can reach out to us at 1068pubcast at gmail.com. That's all right. We got it. We got it. Chicago wins. Should we spend some time telling Miliardo how that feels to oh, win an man, NBA feels, jam? Uh, I feel like it's pretty good. I feel like a winner right now. I, I feel, feel like, like a winner. Dollars. I feel like a winner. Did you watch the USC game? No, I did not. We're going to say, the Elite Eight, my friend. I heard. I heard that they uh, that they kicked some ass. Yeah. Yeah they oh. they stomped they stomped them pretty bad, man. I was I was proud, but ignorant, much like a white man usually is. Right, right, right. (laughs) Proud but ignorant. I like it. It's our way. It's our way. Since 1766. (laughs) That should be a t-shirt. That should totally be a t-shirt. Oh, man. Proud and ignorant since 1776. White guys. (laughs) Oh, man. That'd be all. I'd buy that shirt. Where the hell out of that shirt? <laughs> <laughs>
I just figured whiskey so we can drink the whiskey. What What do you guys want to do after that? We got right, the I'm Freedom Pub Trivials. We got Niara's Big Surprise and Razor Glass Pour. Glass Plus, you, glass. you're shopping at a place called Frugal McDougal's. I don't know what that has to do with Guinness, but moving on. I meant to say that like a minute and a half ago. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the, what the fuck Sorry. is he? What? I could fix that in post to where that sounds clever. <laughs> what is Freedom doing right now? I could move that in, that little dig back to where my, my <laughs> words are not working tonight. Oh Jesus. man! Oh boy! Beep. See, so, yeah, I was a blooper. There you go. There you go. Hey, Milliardi, can you tell me like how many subscribers do we have? Hmm. Been a while since I've checked. Let me check. I'm gonna go with lower than six. <laughs> I think six is an optimistic. Twenty-seven. No. Get the hell out of here. We have twenty-seven subscribers. Get the hell out of here. From where? That's people. They don't ever fucking email me. We've we've done contests. We've done quizzes. We've offered (laughs) prizes. They they and maybe you know one of the things that could be happening is people could be downloading and not listening because all you get is the the clicks. You know. Right. But I mean, twenty-seven people uh, subscribe. But they, huh. yeah, they're subscribed. I don't know. I don't. Know. Oh, I, 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 I don't they're, they're a very silent and minor group of America. But, uh, <laughs> hey, we might, you know what we are? We, we're we're uh, the dirty pleasure. You know what I'm saying? We're the dirty right, right, secret. Right. Yeah, yeah, dirty little secret. They don't want to admit yeah. that they like we're it. The, so we're the midget silent. porn right? of the pubcast world. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Hey, there's nothing oh wrong God. with midget porn. Exactly. <laughs> you have a good time, but you don't really talk about it. Right? Right. If it's a category on Pornhub, it's legit. Right? <laughs> it's like the old man and works? young girl kind of is that thing. How you yeah. ga- is that how we gauge those things? If it's on Pornhub, oh, yeah. if on it's porn a category scale. on Pornhub, it's a thing. <laughs> it's right. a legit That's thing. Right. It's not even, it's, it's, it's not underground. It's a respectable niche. Nope, it's respectable. Yeah. Respected. Yep. yep. Yeah. You know how fun it is to have these sound bites at your disposal? You know, like having these sound bites at your disposal at any second, any second whatsoever. Oh, God. If I stall for for a second because I didn't move this over to the folder for tonight. <laughs> yeah, that was anticlimactic, wasn't it? But at any given second, I could just do this. I think at the end of every rainbow is a woman's ass, right? Like that's what <laughs> woman poop looks like. <laughs> it's so magical just to have that ready. What? Just to have Why that ready. You say that? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh man! Possibilities are endless. Yeah. In Ireland, for years, uh, <clears throat> whiskey producers were taxed based on how much of their Marley, Marley, holy crap, Marley. how much of their barley they malted. <laughs> their yeah. Marley they bought. You'll be drinking whiskey, right. man. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man. In Ireland, man. Uh, Welcome so, to the whiskey, man. Uh, yeah. So. I mean, that's what CEOs do yeah. in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. Right. And owners right. of small businesses. That's, they just. Yeah. Hey, and that's what I decided to be. Yeah. Hey. Krause, did you ever hear that story? No. Well, what story? I don't in, know. In the state of Indiana, you can go to the business search, the government site, on any computer anywhere in the country, in the world, and you can edit a business entity's. Um, Officers, for instance, like for so I I was in a position where I needed to be able to sign things and I needed people to take me seriously. So my my motivations were good. That's important. My motivations were good. <laughs> okay. But I just went into my companies. I went to my companies because my company is a corporation. I went into that company 
And I said, you know what? I'm going to make myself the CEO. And I did that <laughs> from a computer with that zero sounds, that background sounds super legit. behind it. No passwords. Super, no, no passwords. No uh, login. Nothing. Yeah. I just did it. Yeah. And before super long, legit. it became before long it became true. And I was right. getting notes sent to me as with that title on it. And suddenly, I became that title um, just be, out of necessity. And you now gave, I have that title. Are that you I telling totally me you created. gave yourself a promotion? Yeah. I, I gave myself the highest yeah. promotion in the company that you possibly can give. Yeah. <laughs> and it's nice. all completely legit now. Nice, yeah, man. I like it. Yeah. It seems like that should not be the way that that works. No, I'm going to That's exactly how it works. I'm going to see if I can find our website and make myself district superintendent. You should I mean, do you it. could go to any company do in it. Indiana. You could go to my company in Indiana and you could just be like, you know what? I am now the chancellor of that company. <laughs> so, how do I do that? And figure it out but you can do it and eventually <laughs> eventually if it wasn't legit somebody would probably yeah i'm sure yeah. catch it right yeah but the way that this went down was just so weird and it was kind of like everybody in the world was like all right so you're that guy now hi guy right hi it was just such a weird experience yeah i mean in a way though i mean you kind of already were that guy right you just didn't have the title that went with that Yes, yeah. and that might have helped, but it was still insanely weird to me that I was able to basically take the sword and knight myself. <laughs> Damn, I'm good bitches. Uh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's not the way it's supposed to work, right? That's I knight thee, <laughs> me, as <laughs> Oh, CEO. man. All right, do you guys want to move on to Milliardo's big surprise? Let's move on. Where are you going to put the big surprise? Um... Right in your delicate little ears. Oh, okay. actually, you Not know what? Butt, is that is that how you like it? Is that how I you like it? I prefer that Let's over do my butt. One more. I think it's about using human feces as composting, right? I think, right. I think that's yeah. what it's about. Yeah. I'm not yeah. surprised. So nice. you're welcome. Okay. What can I say? What can I say? Cool. All right. Do you guys Oop. have your Guinness ready? Whoa! Wait a minute. Um. Yeah. I just went and got my bucket. What are we doing? Are we not? Yeah, I thought we were pooping in a are we, can. Are we what? not pooping in a bucket? Wait a minute. I, am I not smearing this in my compost right now? Wait, what's going on? Yeah, I'm I'm literally squatting over my compost heap right I'm now. I'm flinging that... it now. I, I've got nothing else to do with it. <laughs> over the fence. Freedom's, play, freedom's yeah, playing in his. Houses. We're going to need some instructions pretty quickly. Things are falling. Okay, so get it. Things are falling apart over here. <laughs> Get a damn Guinness. Get a damn Guinness. That's instruction number one. Oh, okay. Cool. Yep. Okay. So stop pooping. Are we good? So don't poop stop, then. Stop. Yes. Please, okay. Please stop pooping in a bucket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are we ready for a raise a glass, pour a glass, throw a glass? Uh. No. 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 I had good I started ones, it and I didn't finish. Damn, I had good ones. I didn't finish. God dang it! <laughs> Literally, I, I started. I think I've got. That's what she pour said. Pour a glass. Oh yeah, you know. I've got throw a glass and pour, pour a glass. Pour Miss Freedom. Raise a glass. <laughs> oh no! What? That's, no, it is, it is indeed. That's great. Yes. Hello. Whoops. Sorry. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Dog. I'm going to Dog. I'm going to pour a glass. 
All right, Freedom, what is your poor glass? Uh, nope, that was my poor glass, matter of fact. I'm actually going to throw a glass at uh, specifically. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. That's going to be really hard to edit. I already know this, so let me try it again. Hey, Freedom, what's your throw a glass? See what I did there? See what... Nice. Well, Milliardo, my throw a glass. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> well, Milliardo, my throw a glass is. Um... <laughs> Stop it! Stop do it! Do it one more time trying for you. Trying to segue here. <laughs> well, Milliardo, my my. Th- <laughs> 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 All right, I'm good. Like, why do those things have to be mutually exclusive of one another? You know. I agree 100%. Why can I be a... <coughs> I'm just say Because... Oh, Lord. Because that was the man choking Corrales out. The man's like, Corrales can't continue to speak this bullshit. Send yeah. him the thing. The man's choking me, man. I'm getting... There was a little poison dart from around the corner there. I'm be- I've been what? smote. I've been smote by the man. Uh, Smitten? But, you know, and it's smitten. Are we rolling? Yeah. Okay. Oh, God, some hot, hot loving. I do want the Imperial style glass. I want some hot loving over here. I want it over here. I want it right here. I want these two right here to get some hot loving. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, join hands. Join hands. Join hands. You're all going to the hell of hot, hot loving. Join it. Oh, wait. Let's pray. Let us pray. Let us bow our heads and pray. Oh, God. Oh, God of the hot, hot loving, please bring your juicy goodness upon us. Yes, lay it down. Lay it down. Let the hot, hot loving fall upon us. Amen. Yes. Amen. 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 Raise your hands. Amen. Raise your hands. True to God, hot, hot loving. Hot, hot loving. <laughs> have you been sick? Do you need the hot, hot love? You are healed! You are healed! <laughs> Come out of him, Satan of the no love it. He is healed. He is healed. Give me a kiss. Give me a kiss. And the hot, hot love has smiled upon us. Have you been sick? Do you have the sickness and the only cure is the hot, hot loving? Yeah. You are healed, my friend. You are healed. Give him a kiss, young lady. Give that man a kiss. And the hot, hot, loving God is not 